this is like a rainy summer. Every every vacation has to have a rainy day. Well, that that's why this is a fat kid summer, man. Everyone's ha- everyone in this camp is having a great day. It's a rainy yeah. day. <laughs> oh man, Remi- cable. cables on. Yep. I got the good sun going into Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> that's right where you want to uh, be. It's everything I wanted. Thank you, TBS. But we are uh, introducing Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights. Oh man, this is um. It's one of the shortest movies we've ever done. Thankfully. Because it's barely a movie. Sure. It's barely animated. It's barely voice acted. It's barely written. It, it's and barely... it's the only animated film we've done outside of animation, Damnation. Stuff. I think that's yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's true. It's the only feature-length animated film. So oh, no, uh, Food Fight. Oh, Food Fight. If you want to call that. Of course. Oh, yeah. Never forget. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what was I watching recently? Oh, that new Garfield that's on... Um, like one of those Cartoon Network like spinoff channels yeah. or whatever. Um, it is animated like Food Fight. This Garfield oh, show. Is it? Oh, that it's really makes me depressed. Dog shit. It's so bad, and it's like well, you got Bill Murray doing the voice, right? I'm kidding. Oh no, that was yeah. just the movie, right? It's worse than the CGI in the movie. Like the CGI. Did anyone cat see in those, those two movies? movies? Uh, I, I saw the first one. It's really bad. Yeah, that, that I, that I didn't go back out. to for a tale of two kitties. That's really, be- that's before uh, Breck and Meyer was banished to the writers' room of uh... Franklin and Bash. No, oh no, that's right. He's not Franklin and Bash. <laughs> no, I was thinking of uh, Robot Chicken. Robot Chicken. Oh, but yeah, I okay. forgot he's wait. The he's, wait, wait he's the genius behind all those classic Robot Chicken antics. <laughs> no, uh, that's Seth Green. Breck and Meyer came in a little later. Oh well. Oh, they're both classic bits. Speaking of stuff, I can't believe is still on the air. Um, do you guys know that, uh, what is that dumb show? I mean, it's not dumb, but it was Robot popular. Robot Chicken? <laughs> it was popular, like, ten years ago. Um, Robot Family chicken? Guy? No, with, uh, like, the little soda cup, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That show's still on the air. Yeah. It's ending now. It's, yeah. like, the final season. I, I was like, yeah. is this an event season? Is this event television? I heard that, and I was like, what? I, I was pretty sure that ended when I was in college. I so thought that I this was I actually thought the movie was the ending. I thought it was, we did all the things, I, and now we're going to do the movie. I liked those first couple of seasons, I and I watched too, yeah. a ton of it. You know, And I think I'd prob- I would probably still laugh at it now, even though I haven't wa- gone back in a long time. I overwatched it. Yes. Much like early Family Guy, yeah. which I went back to, like, season one and two. And I just sat there stone-faced as these jokes just passed by and died on impact. Like, I feel like that's probably the same thing with this. Like, oh, I get it. The meat thing's got a silly voice. And, oh, there's the hairy neighbor. You know, I like... I just don't think it would work for me. Anymore. I'm a huge fan of the hairy neighbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carl's the best. Yeah, he's a good guy. But that's what I'm saying, though. I thought, like, early Family Guy was the best. And I went back and watched it. Yeah. And it was garbage. I mean, you're talking to the guy who just recently, for the first time ever, watched a thing of SpongeBob SquarePants and thought it was the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it was that new movie. And I was just sitting there, a couple of tall glasses of water, just giggling. It's actually kind of solid. Is that the one with Hasselhoff? Uh, no, that this one has Antonio Banderas. Oh, jeez. <laughs> As like a pirate? Oh, it's crazy. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, Does he say Jesus? Pirates are the only real evil left. <laughs> and then he like f- puts his hand, his his hook on a fucking flame. Well, he's talked to a lot of seagulls, so uh, yeah, yeah, some like CGI seagulls. But anyhow, so we are here. You are here to listen to us talk about Eight Crazy Nights. We've been going on for like four minutes. Yeah, 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 so yeah. please enjoy Eight Crazy Nights. <laughs> 
If you're Jewish, run from this film. <laughs> run screaming. Yeah, what a trap. It's a trap movie, by the way. You think it's like, oh, man, this is awesome. Finally, there's a, a movie, a Hanukkah movie, like all those Christmas movies that get jammed down my goddamn throat every year. <laughs> Me, as a Jewish person, I could take my kids to this. We could just fucking say we're loud, proud, and Jewish, finally. <laughs> but no, it's just a bunch of shit jokes. It's shit jokes. It's it's epilepsy jokes. And like a half dozen star Davids. <laughs> like strewn about. There's one mention of Latka in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, so it's, you know, it's all the things that the, the world stereotypically knows the Jewish culture for. There, Potato pancakes and well, candles. Well, there's no, <laughs> there's no matzo ball soup. Which is kind of that, that's yeah, what, you're that's right. the no, one they missed. You're right. You're right. No matzo ball soup. No one haggles over a check at a restaurant. You know all the classic things that would be in an Adam Sandler Jewish comedy. Well, it, this movie's plenty racist. Don't worry, Andrew. <laughs> it's racist just enough for you because it's got Robbie Schneider in it. <laughs> Robbie Schneider. Well, we'll talk about why he's called Robbie Schneider at the end of this. He's all racist, guys. <laughs> How did that fall on him? I mean, that's been going on for over a decade. Because he's Filipino and that's hilarious. So, uh -huh. like, he could do... And since it's such a weirdo uh, ethnicity, he could do just about anything. It's like, oh, Turkish, Albanian, Indian. And because guaranteed not many people have seen this movie because why the fuck would you? But you remember the trailer because the trailer is all over the place because it's an Adam Sandler movie. So the horrible racist character that the Chinese restaurant, that's hilariously Rob Schneider, everybody. If there was ever a movie that would make me like go screaming for the uh, Eternal Sunshine Clinic... <laughs> This is the one. This is the Tabs one that memory extracted. I would brain. I would give Tom Wilkinson whatever he was asking, <laughs> and I would just want it gone. Now, Chris, you gotta blow me. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo's gonna dance on your bed. Ah, son <laughs> of a. <laughs> the fifth time he's done that this month. <laughs> and then when you leave the clinic, you gotta listen to that sad Beck song a couple of times in a row. Everybody's gonna listen. Oh man, to... if that doesn't want to make you put your head in the oven. This not, movie will. You're not allowed to listen to that that song in the month of December. Like it's just <laughs> that is a suicide song, and you just. And speaking of songs for the month of December that want to make you kill yourself, the Hanukkah song, which is just. <laughs> That Dominic the donkey. Dominic the Italian Christmas donkey. That is the worst. I'll listen to the Hanukkah song over and over and over again before I will enjoy a listening of <laughs> Dominic the Italian Christmas donkey. All Christmas songs, you kind of give them like four plays throughout the month because you have to, you have to at some point. You just have to be like, well, this is my this is the negative option. This is the best one I've got. And it sometimes with the Hanukkah song, sometimes if you're lucky, it's that like uh, ELO fucking uh, Silver Bells, which is amazing. ELO, oh yeah, yeah. No, isn't that Mannheim Steamroller? Yeah, I got yeah, that. Yeah, that's Mannheim Steamroller. But, oh yeah, and that's fine. And you will rock the fuck out, and you'll want to invade countries <laughs> listening to that song. Mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes like radio DJs during Christmas, like they'll just put on uh, Vince Guaraldi trios. Uh, the Charlie Brown Christmas record yeah. and just be like, ah, I'm just going to head down to the bar for I an hour. I got that shit on vinyl. That's very enjoyable to listen I to. I am never skipping over one of those songs. No. So. 
the Hanukkah song, or as we learn in the credits of this movie, there's three versions of that shit. When did that happen? Who's requesting three versions of the Hanukkah well, song? Apparently, the first version was just the overture. <laughs> to the one that now mentions Osama bin Laden and sweet Robbie Schneider. Oh god damn it. Robbie Schneider. Yeah, he cut like it's like a live version. He's got a, a children's choir which he calls the Dreydells. That's the <laughs> level of <laughs> That's the level of Jewish joke we're getting in this movie. And it's not like you know, like uh rye Jewish humor. You got your Seinfeld, you no no, this is just like Dreidel's hilarious. Dreidel, even funnier. Here's deer with shit in their teeth, <laughs> which there is in this movie. I don't know how that pertains to Judaism, but yeah. <laughs> it's in there. I get the point about there's a lot of shitty comedy. So this movie, because by the way, when I made the comment at the top of the hour about it's not a movie, it's not a movie. It's barely a television special. This shit is 68 minutes long. It is now officially the shortest movie we've discussed on the show behind Inspector Gadget, everybody. <laughs> Applause. <laughs> uh, which, in a way, is a blessing. Can you imagine if this shit was an hour and 40 minutes? Uh, oh, that's I'm running out your window. <laughs> well, because you've got your Adam Sandler, who plays his Adam Sandler role, which is just the coolest guy from Cool Town that <laughs> has no worries, except he's kind of an asshole, but we love him because he's an asshole. Yeah, just that alpha male bullshit attitude that no one cares about, but everyone laughs at in public. But then if you were one-on-one -on -one with that person in a room, you're like, God, I hate hanging out with this guy. Because he's going to be giving you fucking wedgies and shit. <laughs> That's what this guy is. He's the kind of guy who like goes around who still thinks it's funny. Um, we were just talking about like nicknames. This is a motherfucker who calls you by your worst nickname oh, until yeah. you're in the cold <laughs> ground. And by the way, it continues the Adam Sandler movie tradition of having dumbass names for a character. He's Davy Stone in this movie. Of course he is. You know. Stone Cold. <laughs> well, no, that's his heart. Is Stone. Jack Saddlestein, Danny Maccabee, Lenny Fetter, George Simmons, Skeeter Bronson, Zohan. I mean, come on, everybody. <laughs> you don't mess with that last one, I'll tell you that much. One of two movies I walked out on in my life. Uh, so, yeah, this movie is He's a Fucking Prick, and... <laughs> <laughs> literally the opening 20 minutes yeah i trailed off as if there was more to that sentence i should have really emphasized there's a period there <laughs> this movie is he's a fucking prick around the holiday <laughs> we start out with some sweet uh robbie schneider uh narration he introduces us to the town of dukesbury oh, don't get, get don't get excited gary 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 trudeau it's not dunesbury it's dukesbury <laughs> He was like, did they? Uh, no, they didn't. <laughs> Somebody finally, no, oh, oh, I got all these, got all these sketches of Hunter Thompson. Oh, I'll forget it. <laughs> so, yeah, he lives in Dukesbury, New Hampshire. <laughs> and uh, he's, he hates the holidays, as we find out, thanks to Rob Schneider, the narrator. Which, by the way, if you're doing this, like, animated Christmas movie, you know, you're kind of thinking about other holiday animated movies. Why not a Burl Ives impersonator? Yeah, well, for Brimley. Oh, yeah. He would do these. Nah. stick to that. Ain't crazy what? Nah, I don't know about I don't know about all that. Oh, well, I'm sorry. It's about whom? <laughs> the group known as the what? <laughs> oh, thanks, but no thanks, goddammit. You best keep on driving. You want me to light a what? <laughs> I'll just be here in Brimleyton lighting my Christmas tree. 
Want me to spin a what? <laughs> we don't deal with the X mass. I don't like what they cut out with the X mass. You want to wage a war on Christmas? You're gonna wage a war on me, goddammit. That's a guy that doesn't say fucking happy holidays. Oh, that's no. for sure. Oh, happy holidays, huh? Well, happy fuck you day. <laughs> You say happy holidays on the Brimley compound. He's putting a bear trap around your neck like straw dogs. Just, he is not having it. Just to be clear, the rules of the compound are as follows. You either say Merry Christmas or you wake up with a bear trap around your dick. (laughs) FYI, now come on in, there's a warm supper for you. And we will say grace, goddammit. So I wish Wilford Brimley was in that movie. That yeah, was so fun. Now, now talking back to Adam well, now Sandler. I can't think of anything else. <laughs> uh, we're in Dukesbury. Adam Sandler's <laughs> in a shitty uh, in Rob Schneider's Chinese restaurant because that makes sense. Four scorpion ball in five minutes. That's got to be a restaurant record. Well, right now I'm gonna go for another restaurant record. Longest burp. <laughs> Congratulations. Now, please excuse me while I go take a shower. And it's one of those annoying things in Chinese restaurants, which I never understood why it got so popular. But the sit-down Chinese restaurants with the extensive alcohol menu, you don't need to have a fucking zombie with your goddamn sesame chicken. I never understood that. And that's what he's doing in this movie. He's chugging back uh, volcano like balls. scorpion balls. Oh, scorpion balls, yeah. God knows you. what else. So, and he's wasted. And he's... <laughs> And this is a movie, this is an animated film for children. And he's totally fucking zonked. And he's walking out to his car. And he's like, his car, by the way, or the keyhole already has a bunch of scratches. Oh, yeah. This is not the first time he's driven under the influence. <laughs> and then he reenacts a scene from Cronenberg's crash <laughs> for what has to be a minute. These cops come up to him and they're like, hey, Adam Sandler, you're not going to think about drinking and driving, are you? And he's like, no, I'm saying goodnight to my car. (laughs) (laughs) And then he fucks it. He fucks his car. (laughs) He pretends to fuck it. If he did fuck it, that's points for the movie. He's actually whipping it out and tailpiping (laughs) it. But again, it's for children, so he's just going to pretend to fuck a car. Hey, Spader, can you take the power? I don't know, Sandler, can you? I want to rewatch Crash. Because it's a not fat James Spader, unlike Lincoln, which he's fabulous. And my favorite thing in Lincoln, other than him being a fat shit, is that he's a fat shit named Bilbo. (laughs) (laughs) What a perfect name for a fat shit. Oh, it's perfect. (laughs) So, yeah, he fucks this car, and then Rob Schneider comes out, and he's like, yeah, oh, he didn't pay his tab. And it's just, it's terrible. And... Then there's a big chase scene. Yeah, and then, because you were most surprised by this, he jumps on this, like, it's like, I don't know, a a garbage can. It's a top to a garbage can. Yeah, and he's sliding around town. And then I'm sitting there watching this movie. I I have never seen this movie. This was you two came to me and said, perfect for the holidays. And I was like, all right, I don't know what this is. I remember it, but never saw it. Then this happens. Somebody stop that guy. I'm the kind of guy who can't stand a holiday, so I drink them all away. That's me. I don't decorate no trees, and I won't eat no potato lockies, but I'll give this old lady's melons a squeeze. 
that's just who I am. And I'm like, wait a second, this is a fucking musical? Are you shitting me? <laughs> on top of all the shitty jokes, I have to hear bad Adam Sandler songs on top of everything else. <laughs> that's like the only reason this movie was made. It's because Adam Sandler's a song and dance man. Yeah, and I mean, this happens 10 minutes in, a.k.a. one-seventh of this movie. And then, like, you're just like, well, where am I now? What? How are they going to fit in songs to this stupid thing? Oh, they fit them in. They wedge them right in. <laughs> those songs don't want to go in those holes, but they get shoved in those holes. Because in a musical, and I mean, like, animation and music go really well together. The Lion King, just about every Disney movie ever made. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They, they and because those are movies that know what a musical structure is like you start with the big song where we're, this is what the town is this is what the world is then we start singing about our dreams then we're singing about our problems then we're singing about how to solve our problems then we solve our fucking problems and then we sing about how we solved them and then we sing that the sun's rising right? and it's a brand new day and we're gone and it's great it's always fu- it always fucking works bringing the house right down and to a degree, these songs in some way service the plot of the film or move things forward. Yeah. Some of the songs, like, lay stuff out expositionally mm-hmm. for you in this movie. For the most part, these songs do nothing to further the plot of this film. They set up more elements that just aren't paid off. Mm-hmm. Uh, including the big, the big, you might say, the thrust of this film. So he gets caught by the cops and he goes to, to his day in court. And it's a weird, like, the judge is just like, I've had it with you. A decade in the slammer. <laughs> it's a, I don't know what's going on in Dukesbury. I, it just, it seems a bit strange. Because the judge, there's no jury to be found. And the judge is like, I'm tired of it. I saw you grow up. Now you're going to spend ten years in prison. And then... There's a voice in the audience of the courthouse, and we're introduced to this. Your Honor, if it pleases the court, I'd like to interject for a moment. Because why not? Why just play one role in a movie, Adam Sandler, when you can play several roles in a movie? I had a good Adam Sandler, and truth be told, and I'm not alone in this room, that I love Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore... Big Daddy, some I'm, other ones. Wedding Singer? SN. Wedding Singer. S- I, I, yeah. I just think about SN- Opera Man is one of my favorite bits. Well, yeah, you want to talk about like him doing like, crazy music stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah, the Opera Man stuff was funny. Lunch Lady Land, one of the funniest fucking things. The original Hanukkah song, when he did it on Saturday Night Live before it ruined itself, <laughs> was legitimately funny. That song on his one record, Piece of Shit Car, is hilarious. Like, he's very capable of making funny songs. The problem is I can't handle his crazy voices when they're stretched out for a movie. Like he, I like him playing the lovable weirdo loser like your Billy Madison and your Happy Gilmore. When he starts becoming too successful and into himself, it's kind of a fuck you. And when he starts playing someone with brain damage, I can't even fucking think about it. Which is kind of what this Whitey character is. He's like a little hobbity-looking old man. <laughs> Got a club foot. It's just... <laughs> It's just the most pathetic thing I've ever seen in my you life. Your misery's kind of hilarious. Don't you like laughing at how unfortunate my life is? <laughs> That's funny, right, kid? And it's like you're just teaching people yeah. to laugh at different people. Like, 
There's a straight-up mentally handicapped character later on in the film, and it's supposed to get big old laughs. Look at that big old Riri playing basketball. Isn't it funny to laugh at him, children watching this movie? And, I mean, that's the thing. is like, imagine a, a, a bar graph, right? And the thing is just going down the whole <laughs> fucking way. And it just thinks... That if you just bring it up right at the end, it, 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 it just saves everything. And it really, really doesn't. Yeah, no, the whole, like, as you know, this guy's getting redeemed and yeah. he's getting the girl. Because that is the end of every Adam Sandler movie. Well, and they're also counting on those parents who just aren't going to be checking into this film whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, who yeah. aren't thinking about anything. And then they just, like, look up from their Blackberry or whatever the fuck. Hey, he did all right. Okay, that's good for him. No, fuck you. This guy's awful. I mean, I remember working in a movie theater when this came out and the theater was dead i mean i feel like this is a dvd thing and you can get away with it on dvd like if i was a fucking 11 year old kid yeah in 2002 and i was like oh man eight crazy nights is on that new thing called dvd you know <laughs> it's like oh mom you know i'm gonna rent this christmas movie it's just some dumb adam sandler thing whatever and it was like okay yeah that's great you could get away with watching this hor horrendous, offensive fucking movie. I, I would not want a kid watching this movie. Anyone under the age of like, and I, I'm not like, I'm certainly not precious about these things. I kind of think no. the MPAA is a little, a little too handholded. I'll, I'll take a kid to an R-rated flick. <laughs> oh, I'll take a kid to an R-rated <laughs> flick. Believe you me, it's my goddamn constitutional right. <laughs> you want to yell at me? <laughs> you want to put me in chains for taking a kid to an R-rated flick? You don't think my baby deserved to see Basic Instinct. <laughs> what about the educational ones like Amistad? <laughs> I mean, we didn't go to it because I ain't watching that kind of a movie. I'm just saying there's R-rated intellectual films out there. <laughs> Why am I a racist all of a sudden? I don't know. <laughs> when did that happen? <laughs> I agree with you, though. Yes. You know, I'm not saying, no, yeah. you know, you, yeah. you can't see that. But, I mean... This is flat-out fucking stupid, vulgar, and offensive. Yeah. And racist. And <laughs> just being racist. And also, there's there's no reason uh, throughout this film, there's no reason it is animated. No. This actually no. plays exactly like what he was making around that time. Like, that, this is like a Mr. Deeds-type humor. Oh, of course it is. But... For some reason, because there's only two there's only two sequences I can think of where actually like some kind of fantasy thing makes you go out of it and you would you would need some kind of animation or CGI. But you could have done that with just CGI. I feel I feel and I you know, I'm basing this on nothing but a gut feeling. I wanna say they presented Sony with a script and it was like, Hey, here's the movie we want to do for Christmas. It's called Eight Crazy Nights, and they went, Oh, it's this? Well, you are Adam Sandler, so you can do it, but it has to be animated. Because there's no way we're spending, like, live-action budget yeah. on this fucking garbage. That makes sense. You know? It's just it's cheaper. By the way, we'll bring in the animation team from the Iron Giant to do this. Just in case you wanted the happy memories of that kind of animation, beautifully done, heartwarming stories like the Iron Giant crushed and <laughs> set on fire and then pissed out this movie was made i mean the kid and the mother look almost exactly like the kid and the mother from the iron giant they absolutely do but uh they don't sound like them <laughs> is the problem yeah adam sandler's wife uh 
plays the this wife character that comes up in this movie? Yeah, Jackie Titone, Jackie Sandler, whatever she's going by when it's convenient. And if there ever was a moment where you notice Jennifer Aniston's talent, <laughs> here it comes. She was great in The Iron Giant. <laughs> she was. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, she is really fly. I mean, I'm sure she's a nice person. Sure. You know, and a great mother, but a voice actress she not be. And that's got to piss off all the women that work on Rugrats and God knows what else. <laughs> that big, fat fucking movie check comes along and it goes to his wife. Oh, yeah, totally. You know, the struggling Sandler clan. <laughs> yeah. Fucking scraping by paycheck to paycheck. Thank God she landed that role. I just imagine them coming home to, like, having a little, like, one of those little stoves that they have to put wood in. <laughs> Do you want to be in Eight Crazy Nights with me? Maybe it's a thing where, like, she asks for it so she can get that paycheck and she could hide it away in case anything happens. <laughs> Just because he's not letting you take his goddamn money, that's for There's sure. There's a lot of young women out there. They want to be famous. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is just going to be for me. Hey, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Well, I wanted to move the story forward a little bit. Because Please this do. is where it gets really stupid. <laughs> do a little Andrew Jupiter impression. <laughs> He's caught for vandalism and, you know, vagrancy. And, you know, the judge is like, I'm going to sentence you for ten, to, to jail for 10 years, which is insane. Whitey stands up. He's like, well, I'll take him under my wing and he can, you know, kind of referee basketball with me. And he's like, okay, then you don't go to jail. But if you mess up one time, Stone, 10 years and a slammer. And it's like, yeah, all right, you're a licensed social worker. This can't miss. <laughs> like, come on. I'm going to meet with this fucking gnome in one week. And if <laughs> your shit isn't straightened out, to the slammer. But it's just so kind of vague as to what is supposed to happen here. Like, you'd think, okay, what? He has to coach them to a championship game? Because that doesn't happen. Because, nope. spoiler alert, this basketball, you know, uh, 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 public service thread goes nowhere <laughs> there's no big game where's the big game you need the big game against the bad guy who's gonna be voiced by john lovitz the town billionaire <laughs> there is a big game but it has to involve adam sandler being great at basketball huh. because you have to know that he's the best at everything even so animated adam sandler <laughs> so they're like at this you know ymca or oh actually it's a, it's a jcc because this is so loosely a movie for Jewish kids to love and celebrate, by the way. Just because you, every so often they get thrown a bone, you yeah. know, just like, oh, it's kind of Jewish. So that's what you want, right? Like, no, I want a movie that celebrates my fucking holiday, please. And I'm sorry. You know who are some of the greatest comedians of all time? Jewish comedians. Yeah. You can make a fucking funny movie that's actually about eight crazy nights. Yes, you can get. You can get every, like, all sorts, like, John Lovitz, for example, <laughs> is a great Jewish comedian. Albert Brooks would have knocked this out of the park. Of course. This is a movie that Albert Brooks should have done, actually. I can imagine that, like, and I, I'm sure that Adam Sandler really looks up to Albert Brooks, but I'm sure Albert Brooks doesn't have too much time for Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah, sure, I'll take a look at those notes. <laughs> Just leave them there, and you're way out. <laughs> I have no Albert Brooks impression. I thought about it for a split second. I was like, don't do it. Yeah, it's it's a kind of, you can do a gravelly thing. It's just tough. But, I mean, the, 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 the theme of Eight Crazy Nights, like Hanukkah is such a fucking afterthought in this movie. At least, like, you know, and a couple weeks ago I was talking about Christmas Vacation. 
you know, you have that framing device of the the advent calendar, and they're mm-hmm. opening the the doors, yeah. and you you you're getting the sense of time passing. It's like every once in a while you see someone light a candle, but you can't even see the whole menorah. So you're like, all right, I guess it's another night of Hanukkah. <laughs> I'm half Jewish, and I don't know what happens during Hanukkah. <laughs> So I would like a movie that talked about what happens during Hanukkah, that the, explains, like, the different days, why this day is different from that one. Mm-hmm. Like, this is such ripe territory. Yeah. And they just fucking piss on it. They really piss on it. Though they shit on it, and then they freeze it. <laughs> Which we'll get to in a minute. <laughs> so one of the things is he's like, come down to the JCC, and I'm going to educate you on basketball. We're going to learn basketball instead of going to jail. It's better, right? Uh, so he's like trying to teach him stuff, and Sandler's character is like talking shit, and these two goons come out of nowhere, like, "Oh, I'd like to see you try." And then there's all of a sudden a basketball competition. Yep. And he's got to play basketball with this old man, who of course instantly almost dies. <laughs> well, he has, you know, what's hilarious, by the way, epileptics fits. Oh yeah. yeah, they're amazingly funny. If you've ever seen one, if you've lived with that tragedy, it's fucking hilarious. And what's ironic for me personally is mm-hmm. that I find epileptic seizure jokes so fucking funny. <laughs> I laugh so hard, I throw myself into fits. Of the same disease. <laughs> you know what's even, but you see, what's funnier than all that is not helping somebody who has an <laughs> epileptic fit, which right. nobody in this fucking movie does. It is much more hilarious to stand and point at someone while laughing at their fit. Because Whitey just, because this character, I don't know what, he must must have been Hitler in another life. Like, <laughs> this is the worst reincarnation you can get. He's three feet tall. He's got a club foot. You know, he's just, he smells bad, he's very hairy, and all, and he also has epileptic fits. And an hour of his time is worth a dollar. Yeah, he's doing odd jobs around the town, like cleaning up feces for a buck. And it's just, like, hilarious that everyone's taking advantage of this clearly sort of kind of mentally challenged guy. Yeah, totally. Like, he's not, you know homebound or anything like he gets around on his own he has a driver's license look when his mother was given like when she got pregnant they still didn't really know about the whole you shouldn't be drinking and smoking thing (laughs) so like she just kind of let rip she kept on with those gin and tonicas i imagine it's like the beginning of raiders and she's karen allen just heard some big mongolian guy going shot for shot while eating a bunch of shellfish. <laughs> Is that all you got in you? <laughs> so he has this fit. So Adam Sandler's got to play with this kid who is the son of Adam Sandler's character's, like, high school sweetheart, who there's some magic tragedy that happened in, in Davy's life that made him a big fucking prick, and this kid, this, you know, this woman grew up to hate his guts and whatever. Yeah, she's, a, she's the old uh, prototypical single mom with a big old chip on her shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> like, cause you can't just be a happy single mother. No, 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 you're looking for a husband. <laughs> And you're fucking miserable while you're doing Absolutely. it. Absolutely. She's a real crone, this woman. <laughs> and yeah, it can't just be a thing where he's like kind of okay at basketball and then maybe like loses and gets kind of humiliated. No, 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 no. Not only is he fucking 
excellent at basketball. When he, the cartoon, takes off his cartoon shirt for shirts and skins, he's cartoonly ripped to hear the cartoon kingdom come. Because Adam Sandler has to be so fucking perfect in every sense of the word in this movie. He, his cartoon self could beat Michael Jordan's Space Jam cartoon self in a game of one-on-one. He's so physically fit that if he got completely naked and put a cartoon sock over his cartoon cock, he'd look like a 1992 Anthony Kiedis, okay? <laughs> like, he is cut from the gods, this cartoon <laughs> character. It makes no goddamn sense because we're told that all this guy has been doing since the age of 18 is just getting drunk every night, causing trouble, living in a trailer that's barely a trailer, mm -hmm. probably smoking a lot of weed, which I don't know why this movie's above this guy being a pothead. Well, because he's not a pothead. He's a meth head. Let's all be... <laughs> Lives yeah. in a fucking trailer. He's a meth head. <laughs> that is what's going on in that <laughs> pop-up trailer. Yeah, if you're you can't really get high in like a like you can live in a in a trailer, that's fine. But if you if you're living in a tractor trailer where there's no, it's just one room, weed isn't gonna do it for you because that's just <laughs> that's just gonna elevate the fact that you're in a trailer. You need to go someplace. You need to you need something that makes that trailer into a palace, <laughs> a big cigarette stained palace. So he, it's one of your standard movie things or cartoon things. Is like, all right, you know, if we beat you, you have to eat it. And this is a ment there's a mentally challenged guy, actually mentally challenged, big hairy fat guy, bouncing a basketball, and, he's like, <laughs> and it's like, okay, I get it. He's mentally challenged, and it's like if you whoever loses has to eat this guy's jock strap, like. All right. Just just eat a jock strap. Okay. Well, that's yeah, that's binding. We made a bet. Let's do this. Well, that's the weird thing about this movie. And this movie has a lot to do with commerce, which we'll get to when we get to the mall. But, like, it's 10 years for vagrancy. Doing a dollar for odd jobs will get you through. And apparently, like, jock straps are currency in this world. <laughs> Steve, we're talking about a movie world in where a family of deer lick a frozen man out of a shit-covered ice cube and get feces stuck in their teeth. And then later on, laugh so hard they actually shit. <laughs> oh, man, I forgot about that. So, yeah, so yeah Steve, All this right. is a world where jockstraps are currency. It's one of these <laughs> stupid, like, things where, like, it happens a lot more in uh, high school movies or, like, movies where you're getting bullied, where it's like, Instead of, like, asking for a lunch money, oh, well, all I really want you to do is eat your underwear or some shit like that. And it makes no... Okay, so, shock of all shocks, Adam Sandler and this little kid beat these two grown men in basketball. And then magically cut to this dude just chowing down on this sweaty jockstrap, and even the handicapped guy's like, why are you doing that? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's right, handicapped guy. Why are you doing that? Because not even Adam Sandler's like, hey, man, eat it up. We won. Yeah. He's yeah. like, we won, motherfucker. See you later. Well, this guy's got a weird sense of honor, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so much so that, you know, the game is over and the, uh, Adam Sandler's love, love interest is like, you're a bad influence on my son and I'm really flat at acting. Goodbye. And they, <laughs> like, tiptoe away. And Whitey gives a Adam Sandler a ride home. And <laughs> this guy that he beat at basketball is burning his trailer down. 
and he's still eating the jock strap while he's doing it. Deal's a deal. Because that's a joke, right? Like, okay, and then he's going to come home, and this dude's burning his house down. That's good. You know what's better? He comes home, this dude's burning his house down, and he's still eating that jock strap. Gold joke. What is this guy? A seven samurai? Like, it's, <laughs> it's a jock strap. You're eating fucking like, cloth. Stop it. I don't get it. Uh, oh, so then they go to the mall at one point. Uh. This is, I mean, and this is terrible. <laughs> this is, this, I don't get what they're doing with this. So they, they go to the mall, and this little gnome's like, what the mall's the best place in the world. You go there for all sorts of things you can buy, but I can't afford nothing because I shovel shit for a living. <laughs> I live in a house that I probably got from the government, but I like to look at the shopper image sometimes. We're all pretty sure that this guy's on, this little guy's on disability. <laughs> oh, right? easy. There's like an okay stipend that comes at the end of every mm-hmm. month. Just something. The town feels bad. They just cut him a check and tell him, get the fuck out of my face. He's the guy who's going by the recycling plant every once in a while. Like, do you got any organizing jobs? <laughs> I mean, this this mo- this town is meaner than a fucking Tom Solens movie. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just so cruel to this man. <laughs> to be fair, though, there's no, like, child molestation in this town yeah that's that's the one line they did not cross you know you're going into solens town usa <laughs> have you ever touched yourself to a picture of me <laughs> that could have easily happened that's how easily that line could have been crossed so they go to the mall and he's like listen i come to the mall the window shop because i can't afford jack shit and uh, you know sometimes people in the food court give me free food which is a real bargain <laughs> And it's, yeah, because commercialism is really wonderful, actually. He walks into this place, and it's like every copyrighted mall store. There's a fucking Spencer's Gifts, a Sharper Image, a fucking Panda uh, Express. He sings a song about it. <laughs> and he's like, Panda Express is so lovely sometimes. When you want some sesame chicken. <laughs> And I mean, it's every Dunkin' Donuts is there, and it's one Sparrow. thing. Sparrow, he says this thing about Sparrow. It's one thing to have a movie that has product placement that's a live action movie, because like you know what, I'm not going to get the prop department to bother to cover this stuff up or dummy up some you know lucky red cigarettes or whatever. <laughs> We're just using Marlboro, and it's going to be easy. Yeah. Totally. But this, you have to painstakingly <laughs> animate the Dunkin' Donuts logo. This Dunkin' Donuts logo is the most well-drawn thing in the movie. This is fucking pristine. I thought it was a thing where, like, there's a little animated guy walking in front of, like, a real cell of, like, a Dunkin' Donuts (laughs) picture. It's breathtaking. (laughs) I thought the Panda Express was pretty impressive. (laughs) So just keep in the back of your pocket that the mall is a place that's going to make you feel good. Uh And eating junk food is really a good idea. Because... Especially this guy who's living off the government. This <laughs> <laughs> place pays the mall. Believe me, nothing bad has ever happened at a mall. Nope. Not once <laughs> in the history of ever has a bad thing happened at a shopping mall. And again, like, all right, we're trying to do anti-programming, right? You've got all your shitty Christmas commercial movies. Let's make our fucking... Because, I mean, Hanukkah, it's about, like, you know, the presents are a little smaller scale for the most part. As I understand it. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's, I mean, you get a thing, but there's a lot more religion involved. There's spirituality. It's not as commercially 
deluded as Chris was like, oh, yes, it is. It's even worse. <laughs> well, keep in mind, though, that character doesn't celebrate That's true. Hanukkah. Yeah, he's, he's a Christmas guy. Yeah. So he is in there just Chris Christmas it up. <laughs> that wasn't even a word. But the point is he loves Christmas. Yeah. Uh, so the other thing is, because it's just, this is a bunch of vignettes of garbage, but so his house gets burned down and the guy's like, oh, well, your house is in rubble. You can live with me and my paternal twin sister. <laughs> and you're like, oh, great. There's another one of you. I haven't seen this movie before, but I know because you have a paternal twin sister. There's another one. Just fucking like it. Yeah, and it's like slapstick, the Vonnegut book. It's just a twisted <laughs> pair of twins, and you don't want to know what they get up to. And, like, Sandler's character walks in this house, and right away she's just like, Oh, my God, it's a child molester. And I'm like, oh, great, more handicap humor. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Adam Sandler. It's like if you split Boo Radley in half, you'd get this guy. <laughs> If, if if Zeus cut Boo Radley into two, and it was just like a fantasia, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yeah, well, she flat out does call him a child molester, but oh, yeah. please don't molest me. And you're like, oh, <laughs> oh, great. And then this is where this is where the voice acting goes in this movie because you've got Adam Sandler being Adam Sandler, yeah. and then you got Adam Sandler being the sister. Like, oh no, here comes a molester, and then the brother comes in. Like, don't worry, sweetheart, he ain't gonna molest. Oh, I'm not going to get molested, but perfect. <laughs> <laughs> just like, please, everybody just sit down and read a magazine. How much inside. human misery can the audience take? Let's see how far it can go. And it goes so much farther because they're soaking their feet. And she plays the trombone while he reads what periodical? A short and goofy quarterly. <laughs> And meanwhile, a 12-year-old Heather Matarazzo is fingering herself upstairs <laughs> because that's what this movie is what, that's what this movie's all about. You, uh, you mind if I blow you? <laughs> you don't have to do anything to me, but I want to blow you. <laughs> I would have I loved it if it was like palindromes and then it cut back and uh, Whitey was like, like an overweight uh, black woman or something. <laughs> Uh, the thing that I was referencing, by the way, yeah. was that really shitty Todd Solomon's movie. Storytelling. Yeah. Oh, when they, Scooby just gets blown when he does mushrooms. Yeah. Totally. They. And a Bell and Sebastian song plays. <laughs> they can keep that movie. <laughs> they can take all of it, put it in a little drawer, and lock it away, and they can keep it. <laughs> put it in a little Christmas stocking and keep it. Whew. All right. So. <laughs> I mean, then we have a nice little musical number where it's like we start. It's it's all about a technical foul. They're, expl they're explaining the rules for living in this house of horrors. As if, but as if this movie is about them living together in a house and like if he does the wrong thing, he's out on his ass. It's it, it goes. It, the song's four minutes long about like all these bullshit rules, and then it you never see the house again. <laughs> if you're coming from the street with dirty shoes on your feet, that's a technical foul. If you switch the radio to some modern music show, that's a technical foul. If you don't shut the door after using the refrigerator, that's a technical foul. A technical foul. 
But the crucial thing about this musical number is that it's so beautiful and heartfelt and touching and lets you in just a little peek into the, the window that is their souls. That he start like the fucking Grinch's heart grew five sizes yeah. large. You know what I mean? This is where we're supposed to be like, oh, okay, he's not a selfish prick anymore because he's living with these two fucking circus freaks. <laughs> <laughs> One of us! One of us! <laughs> I don't have any legs or arms. <laughs> that worm guy in Freaks? That's yeah. creepy. I read somewhere that that dude had like 12 kids. Wow. Figure that out. Oh, there's a lot of open-minded people. <laughs> no, I mean, that that's true. Beginning of, bef- right before the song, Adam Sandler would just rather wipe his ass on Whitey's head. Than do wipe your ass with my head! Than anything else. End of song, he would, like, run over three pedestrians to make sure he was okay. It's sickening. Like, he's, like, helping them with chores around the house. Yeah. He's reading a book, by the way. Now, this is a fantasy story. <laughs> no, well, no. It's probably, uh, I hope they serve beer in hell or something. <laughs> <laughs> How to bang chicks. The one thing I don't want to lose, because this does happen before this, and we, I don't want to be Adam Sandler about it, set it up and then not do it, is we talked about... <laughs> so... Whitey, this is before he moves in, and like this is how much he hates this fucking Whitey character. Oh yes. So Whitey's Whitey's doing like these odd jobs. He's like putting up a, uh, the star on the Christmas tree, and then he falls, and he's like, "Oh, thanks for the work." And they're like, "Hey, if you clean out the shitty Whiter, we'll give you a dollar." And he's like, "Oh boy, a dollar!" <laughs> and like he runs to it. And he's fucking. He's like hosing down these like four porta potties or whatever, and then of course. Because it's hilarious. Adam Sandler's in one of them vomiting. Because he's so fucking cool. And, you know, the, he walks out and this David the Gnome, you know, starts <laughs> chastising him. And he's like, well, you know what they say? You get drunk in Tewksbury, you wake up in Pukesbury. And he goes, you know what? I've had enough of it. <laughs> shoves this little fucking garden gnome in a porta potty and shoves him down a hill. And now, like, this is an, I think it's, uh, it's a family guy joke, right? When, when, when Peter goes in the porta porta potty and, uh, Seth MacFarlane knows enough to be like, I could push it just so much. Like, and I, I, I could paint this picture with words, you know? Yeah. Peter just yells out, it's everywhere. And yes. you fucking get it. Totally. It's everywhere. It's in my raccoon wounds. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Classic. Very classic oh, family no, guy gag. One. And he... and But no, no. The, the camera stays. And... <laughs> Fucking Whitey has to come out, and he's got animated shit all over him. It looks him. like he got slimed by shit. The way they draw this is like when Winnie the Pooh gets stuck in the honey <laughs> jar, and the moment where he finally pries his little poo hat out, <laughs> and there's just honey dribbling all down his face. That's what this feces looks like. It's so... And I realize I also explained it in a very disgusting way. Sure. But it is so disgusting. It's, I feel like I haven't even begun to do it justice. Fuck that. It looks like if they, when they brought, like, the birds out of the BP oil disaster. <laughs> it's just, like, sludge everywhere all over it. And it's not enough. Adam Sandler hasn't won enough. He has to spray this guy with a hose, probably killing him. And he, like, gets frozen. He's like, ah, no, I'm, I'm stuck in shit. It's terrible. <laughs> Which, this is one of those moments where the movie goes from, like, 
just an animated film to a cartoon movie. Yeah. Because he gets frozen in a block of ice by a hose. Like, I understand it's New Hampshire in the wintertime, but come on, everybody. Well, I mean, this is going from a normal, like, um, like those old-fashioned, like, Grinch-type. Here's where that line is between the Grinch and, like, Fritz the Cat. Because <laughs> it's up to now, he got frozen and shit. Okay, that's bad enough. But now, the deer... That helped Whitey push his car out earlier. The deer come and just lick up all the shit, Ugh. all the frost and shit off of him. Man. And then they grin at the camera with teeth full of fucking shit. <laughs> I would love to watch this movie with Ralph Bakshi and a bottle of Jim B. You'll have no fucking furniture left in the house. He's breaking it all. So uh, when's the part when all the cats are going to start having coke orgies with each other? Is that going to happen? What does this say about race relations? That he rips the whole fucking sink out of the wall. He assassinates Adam Sandler. <laughs> but yeah, the shit's in the teeth. It's just in the teeth. And what's, I mean, it's a shit-eating grin, right? Yeah. And it's like these people that made this movie, because they are who they are, they get to make this movie. That's them smiling with their own shit-eating grins like, fucking happy Hanukkah, you paid for it, grin. <laughs> See, that's, is, I'm almost certain this is the movie that, uh, there was that great episode of South Park. Where, like, Stan sees everything as shit and he goes to the movies and it's all <laughs> yeah. shit. I am certain this is where that came from. It's entirely possible. <laughs> so now we're, flash forward a bit, you know, for 38 seconds, Adam Sandler acts like a person. And he's nice to these people that are nice to him. And Steve is not exaggerating when he says 38 seconds. It seriously is the end of that technical foul <laughs> music number. And then it just goes into the very next scene, and he's a prick again. Yeah. Right away. Yeah. So the whole thing is like, you know, when his when his trailer's burning down, he runs in to save this letter, you know, that has his name on it from mom and dad. And you, you, you're already told uh, a few minutes ago that his parents are, in fact, dead. And you realize, like, it's, you know, they're working up to something. And so this is the scene. They're at an ice rink. And, you know, he's sitting with these two goblins. <laughs> you know, they got cocoa or whatever. <laughs> And somehow, like, Whitey just starts telling the story of the night his fucking parents died in a car accident. Because he has no social cues, you know? And he's just like, <laughs> well, I'm sitting with this guy. What do I know about him? Well, he's kind of a jerk, but now he's nice. Oh, his parents died tragically. <laughs> and so he starts telling the story. And, like, you know, yeah, like, it was a, a great night at the JCC. He's a huge basketball star. It's the first night of Hanukkah. Everyone's so fucking excited about life. They win the game. And then, he, you know. The kid's looking over like, where are my parents? I'm making all these baskets. They're not seeing it. They're missing the game. And then the cops come in and, for some reason, inform this little old man of the situation. <laughs> to be fair, Adam Sandler is just like, stop talking about this shit, Whitey. And the other thing, oh, my goodness, this is so exciting. Someone telling me a story. And the other thing is, like, this little sister, like, come on, lady. You lived through it. You know what he's talking it's about. It's a small town. And she's just like, oh, it's like a fairy tale. <laughs> like, oh, my God. And he's like, and then it gets really gruesome. Like, <laughs> then the cops came into the JCC gymnasium and told me they found your parents' heads all the way across the pond. They, and, fa they found your mother between your father's legs. What do you think she was doing in that car? <laughs> You ever see the beginning of signs? <laughs> Your mother was stuck in a tree. 
so they're dead. And uh, so, yeah, so then, you know, Adam Sandler flips the fuck out and he's like, I told you not to talk about that. You're you're a real scumbag. And by the way, the other thing in this yeah. movie is like there's some annual like it's like a the Boy patch? Scout patch that they give people. It's like the best person in town award, but it's like a patch that you just sew on your shirt or something. It's somehow related to the bat. Like it. You're right. The end of this movie should be a big basketball game where something happens. That would yeah. make a, a good ton of sense. Totally. But for whatever reason, it's this annual award that takes place like kind of tangentially to the basketball community where like the best person in town gets an award for being the best person in town. And Whitey, poor fucking Whitey, <laughs> that's all he wants in the world. There's no money involved, obviously, because he doesn't know what money is. It's just <laughs> everyone to clap and say we love Whitey. Which I also feel then, because this is like the 35th annual, right? Yeah. yeah. He gets this way every year. Yeah. Right? He yeah. has to. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense in this movie, because he's like, oh, boy, I've been waiting my whole life for this. And you're like, well, you were waiting your whole life for the 34th one and <laughs> yeah. the 33rd one and quite possibly the first one, because you're like 100 <laughs> fucking years old. Yeah. This started when you were like 40. <laughs> <laughs> and they've been passing you over for over three decades. You know what? If I'm up for an award like this and I get I, if I get snubbed like twice, I'm not going to that ceremony anymore. He's been going for 35 <laughs> years to this dinner. And every year he gets all he, he, this year. He's so excited. And like this is this is how Adam Sandler gets him. He's been calling him a, a freak, a troll. He put shit in his eyes, all this stuff. <laughs> but what really gets him and he's like. You're never going to win this award because no one in this town gives two flying fucks about you. <laughs> Which, he's right. It's the most <laughs> truthful thing he says in the movie. Because he's a, everyone treats him like shit. Now, this is what... I just had this thought, though, and it's really sinister. <laughs> yeah. So, so the beginning of this fucking thing, he volunteers to help Adam Sandler. I think that's a bit self-serving, don't you? He's like, oh, boy, I got it. If I help this fucking degenerate, I'm going to win the patch this year. <laughs> so that's the only reason he offers his, his coaching services. I get this guy off the streets. They got to give it to me. What a fucking scumbag this little old man is. Unbelievable, the selfishness. If I, if I help this woman with a kid, she'll let me see her boobs. <laughs> Speaking of boobs, by the way. Oh, God, the three tit. There woman. is just a three boobed lady in this movie for no reason. Like Total Recall. And no, like for nothing. It's She factors into a song lyric at one point. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. But then she keeps popping up all over the place. It's she, fucking. Well, you see, okay, well, here's why the patch is bullshit. Because she's gotten <laughs> it three years in a row because she's got a patch for each boob at the end of it. <laughs> What do you think she's doing for that uh, that patch each year? I don't want to know. I know. I think Mayor <laughs> Kevin Nealon knows though. So it's the big the big fucking blowout and everything and you know they they part ways cuz by the way, it's a big second act blowout. 58 minutes into this 68 minute movie. <laughs> well, I mean the second act literally is 3 minutes long. It's from the song <laughs> to the end of the story, which is literally two and a half minutes. Also, this is the second time in the movie that his character, or third time, that his character interacts with the, the single mom and the kid. Yeah. And she's like, why do you have to be such a fucking prick? Well, see you later. <laughs> yeah. Keep that in mind for when at the end of the movie they go off as star-crossed lovers for no reason whatsoever. 
Well, that's it. Should be like there should be a scene when he comes to dinner. Maybe the kid really likes him. You know, all this. This is a movie you could write. This movie thinks that that basketball scene is just enough of that, though, because he's kind of okay to the kid, and yeah. he helps him. You know, he's like, "Yeah, play basketball with me. We'll beat these two goons and whatever." I would even contest about him turning nice for thirty-eight minutes. All he did for the uh, not thirty-eight minutes, thirty-eight seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Let me make that clear. For those thirty-eight seconds, really, all he does is doesn't belittle them. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's like okay, yeah, it's better than like him hitting them and saying that he's going to steal their shit or whatever. But, like, he helps him clear a cobweb, and then he doesn't beat him when he gives him the fake can of almonds with the snakes coming out. Oh, yeah, in that montage of him becoming a better person, they find snakes in a jar. Hilarious. They don't find them. They buy them at Spencer's Gifts. Uh, with the dog poop! <laughs> you get the plastic dog poop! So, uh, yeah. Rob Schneider tells it it's the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> In his regular Rob Schneider voice. Isn't this kind of interesting? It's the end of the movie. And, uh, yeah, so he feels pretty bummed out. And the whole thing is, you know, they say, like, you know, yeah, if you screw up the law one more time, Davy Stone, you're in jail. So, of course, he breaks into the mall. He's drunk and he needs to feel good. Where do you feel good, America? At the mall. And uh, all of these, like, store mascots come to life in this weird alcohol-induced hallucination and sing to him about the magic of the holidays. If you're feeling low, where do you go? Foot Locker. <laughs> <laughs> this Foot Locker guy has so much wisdom <laughs> for Adam Sandler. It's like listening to, like, Confucius. No, it's not. It's just this babbling of, like, you've got to buy more to beat the... Like, it's so stupid. If you want the girl, you it's... need to buy these cross trainers. <laughs> it's not even... It's all about letting himself cry. He's never let himself cry. Oh, he's never mourned the death of his parents. And you know what, you know what really cares about emotion? Corporate America. They really <laughs> want you... They care about how you feel deep inside. The GNC Vitamin Supplement Company really wants you to get over the death of your parents... <laughs> In a healthy and nutritious fashion. The uh, coffee bean cup has a whole lot to say on the subject. <laughs> It'd be great if the pad fucking of Ped Express is like, you know what makes me feel better? Eating Chinese food. <laughs> you know what will give you the giggles? MSG. <laughs> Which, so, by the way, this whole cast of characters in this room here. Yeah. So the, the, the Foot Locker guy is one of the two dudes who's in all the Adam Sandler movies. Obviously. Yeah, not Alan Covert or whatever his name is, but the other one. Yeah. That oh, guy. Yeah, yeah, it's him. Uh, uh, Tyra Banks is the voice of a dress from fucking Dress Barn or some shit. And then, yeah. Uh, isn't SpongeBob? Tom, Tom Ke Kenny, yeah. Is a chair from the Sharper Image. Kevin Farley is Ped to Express. <laughs> that makes sense. I'm kind of pissed that they didn't uh, animate just an Italian flag for Sparrows. <laughs> <laughs> you could have a dancing little pizza yeah. all over the place. That was probably the rejected Norm MacDonald cameo. <laughs> <laughs> that never hit, That never was. I mean, because of all the Sandler usual suspects that come out for this movie, Steve Buscemi's nowhere to be found. Norm is nowhere to be found in this movie. John Turturro's gone. Yeah, and for good reason. Yeah. Good for them. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they just do this whole thing. And, and I mean, uh, it's, it's, the thing is, it's like, it's a, uh, it's kind of an animating tradition, you know, like, the, goes back to all those Looney Tunes cartoons when the books come to life and everyone's kind of have it. Like, it's in that wheelhouse. It's like, oh, we're making an animated. No, no, no. It's just fucking commercials. It's just yeah. Carl Weathers as a bottle of vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. And he finally cries. 
and the police officers catch him because now he broke into the mall and they can finally put him away for a decade. <laughs> yeah, by the way, there are some people convicted of manslaughter who don't get 10 years. <laughs> Charles S. Dutton didn't do 10 years. <laughs> he straight up killed a man. <laughs> sure Stabbed did. him to death in a bar. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> oh, man. The interesting life of Charles S. Dutton character actor. <laughs> Absolutely. Rock himself. <laughs> there is some weird movie that I've seen come up a lot lately and i don't know if it's a netflix thing or just on imdb i get in a wormhole but there's some movie where it's about him and the plot of the movie is he gets too obsessed with getting obama nominated <laughs> oh, are you and he's got to be pulled back because he's been like forgetting his family because he's been wanting to work for obama <laughs> he's a little too into it <laughs> Uh, so somehow he breaks free of the police department. He just gives him a slip because they're small town who's a fudges. Yeah, and so he gets on this bus and it's like, all right, I'm getting out of town. Fuck you, Dukesbury. <laughs> you say Dunesbury? No, Gary. <laughs> uh, so he's on this bus and he's the only person on this on this you know coach bus and whatnot. No, it's a Greyhound bus. Oh, you're right. <laughs> it's yeah. a fucking great. Say great. Animate the little Greyhound. It's a beautiful Greyhound logo they drew there. It is crystal clear. It was. Uh, and yeah, so then there's like a, a blowout right when they get outside of town. Man, I was waiting for a su- sweet hereafter blowout <laughs> right off the bridge. <laughs> Everyone just dealing with this bus crash. <laughs> oh, you'd hope you did. That's terrible. <laughs> Nobody gets out of Dukesbury alive. What <laughs> uh, Dukesbury, you're gonna die there. So, so this bus driver, in the most magnificent display of bullshit in this movie, <laughs> gets out and he's like, "Oh, how about that? A little thumbtack caused eight blowouts on the back of this bus." Yeah. Well, it's going to take me a half an hour to fix this up. <laughs> and Adam Sandler is like, you know what? Fuck it. I have to go back and apologize to this man who I've been nothing but wretched to for all 60 minutes of this 68-minute mo- movie. Uh, and so you got Kevin Nealon as the mayor. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're giving out some other awards leading up to the big award. And there's this weird fucking scene where Kevin Nealon makes some stupid joke. And the entire town loses their mind. What it is, is he he says, I didn't have time to write a joke tonight, so I only have a little dud for you. And it's knock, knock, who's there? Don't you, don't you who? Don't you wish I had time to write a better joke? And these people lose their mind. And it's supposed to be like this absurdist, like it's going on and on for way too long. But you know what? This movie is not that. In another situation, that can be funny. That's a Simpsons joke, practically. Yeah, Yeah. I have to set that up. And like, I have to come into just being like, this is allowed in this world. Yeah. Because in the middle of that is also, lest we forget... The deer shitting themselves. They're like on their backs and little deer turds are like popping out of their ass. Well, and here's where that Iron Giant animation comes to work because those (laughs) assholes are popping with turds. (laughs) Like goddamn machine guns. Their people are laughing and like snots flying out of their nose. Like it is goddamn ridiculous. And, you know... Here we go. Is is Whitey going to win the big award? Of course not, because life is terrible in Dukesbury. <laughs> everybody hates everybody. Nobody gets out alive. Your parents are going to die on Hanukkah with the puppy, too. You know, and just they're like, no, you get nothing. The rich guy who's played by John Lovitz, 
Yeah. Uh, you know. Finally, as you rightfully said, by yeah. the way, classing it up in this movie. And he's he's funny. He's fine. You know, magnificent. He's got, like yeah. John Lovitz always is with everything except that one time he was complaining about the president taxing rich people. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else he's been. Yeah. Oh no! At. A beam of snotty delight is what he is. <laughs> he's. I mean, and it's a stupid character. Oh, he's yeah. playing a man with a Captain Hook hand, and they make all sorts of jokes about you wipe your ass Yo, with the wrong. That hand. That is the worst. I hate that. God, if we're talking about the jokes, I really hate. It's the guy <laughs> with the hook hand who went through this terrible fucking accident <laughs> to have his hand chopped off, and then is also obviously an idiot because he picked a fucking hook. <laughs> And then some asshole in the street has the gumption to be like, huh, you wipe your ass with that and make your asshole bleed or what? <laughs> and he goes, yeah. <laughs> he admits to making that mistake. And to the animator's credit, they have enough poise not to show his bloody asshole, which is surprising. Yeah, totally. I was expecting a flashback scene. <laughs> Or cut to him in the bathroom of this moose lodge where they're having this ceremony. So, so yeah. Adam Sant looks so... Whitey gets, it's like the sad, sad scene. And you said this, Andrew, that like, if this was played by not Adam Sandler, if the character is played by like Ed Asner, think of Up, you'd be, you'd be moved. Like he's just crying. He's like, oh, nobody cares about me. Yeah. Okay. If it wasn't that dumb fuck voice, if he got up and was like, oh man. Another another year down, I didn't win the award. And he's still, he's, because the character does, he's classy enough, he claps for, for John Lovitz, and then he's like, you know, well, put your coat on, we gotta go! Okay, I'll go warm up the car! <laughs> and you're like, oh, Jesus Christ. But if it was like, well, Martha, let's go home and start a fire. <laughs> you'd be like, you would be fucking dying of yeah. tears. You know what I mean? But no, it's just these two disgusting little things. They, trot out and they drive away and adam sandler this is his big moment this is his character moment when he stands up for somebody else because why not i mean i don't i just i don't get it you haven't earned a goddamn thing and all of a sudden he's like you know what i have been being a prick for 20 years <laughs> i guess i'm just tired of that conveniently at this point in my life yes at this point in the movie and, and so there's really he no struggle for me to stop drinking <laughs> no, totally. or anything like that. It's not like I was a full-blown fucking alcoholic a couple of minutes ago. <laughs> and it's not like I have been repressing the death, the tragic death of my parents. I'll just get over it. I'm getting over it now by saying so. And he just walks in and he's like, hey, man, can I have your attention, please? Uh, you should have given it to that guy because you all treat him like dirt. And I know that because I do it, too. And here's the song to prove it. And then there's just a flashback of everything we saw. And I was like, dude, no, no, no. Wait a second. We're cool. <laughs> and it's like, you know, this is a really short movie, okay? It's not like some fucking Once Upon a Time in America. <laughs> like, we remember every single thing that you're talking about. At the end of an episode of Treme, I remember what happened at the beginning of that episode of Treme. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. They would be the exact same length. That's very true. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they just do this whole thing, and they're like, you know what? Yeah, you're right, White, even though you are a gigantic piece of shit and everybody hates you. Yeah, like, the, they showed, like, he went to these guys' house. He, he was the antenna for a football game. This woman stood him up at prom, obviously. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, I guess we are rotten pieces of garbage. <laughs> How about know. that? Who knew? Yeah, who knew? I, just treating somebody that's less fortunate to be like, shit. Who I knew? <laughs> it was a town full of monsters, like a fucking Twilight Zone <laughs> episode. <laughs> The monsters on Maple Street. 
Uh, yeah, so then uh, cut to, you know, he's like, well, I don't want to go home and put my head in the oven. <laughs> Let's go to the mall. I, and they, I, I was going to shoot myself with a shotgun, but my feet are too small. So he prays to the, the god of capitalism that the mall was left unlocked. <laughs> And thankfully it was. And he walks in and he goes to like the center of the mall. And it's like, oh, my God, he's going to he's going to fucking kill himself in the place he loves dearest. It's filled like a church, though. It's got the echo. It's mm-hmm. quiet. He's like, well, I don't usually ask for things, but Foot Locker, could you bless me with some good luck or what? <laughs> and then Sandler comes out and he's like, uh, hey, I just wanted to apologize. Like, Fuck you. You've been mean. <laughs> Sharper image. Cut me down. <laughs> And you know, then Kevin Nealon comes out and he's like, no, Whitey, you know, Davey's right. He told us we've been terrible people. So even though the town majority ruled that you did not win this award, mm-hmm. we decided instead that you can win by default. <laughs> and John Lovitz comes out and gives the fucking dumb award to him. And then magically, the lights in this place beam up like the ballroom scene <laughs> in Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> and all these people are just magically in this mall, like packed. <laughs> to the rafters goblin and the pig (laughs) (laughs) and all the past winners of this stupid thing start tearing their patches off their shirts and throwing them at them the the three boobed woman throws all three of her her patches down which because that's erotic i came to apologize whitey well there's nothing to apologize for stone because you were right nobody does care about me I don't think that's true. Do you, Mr. Mayor? Whitey, tonight, for the first time in years, your partner, Davy Stone, actually did a good thing for this community. What'd he do? Steal beer for everyone? No, Eleanor. He opened my eyes to what a great man your brother is and how neglectful we've all been. And then from there, you know, we go on to, all right, now we took care of that. We have to go on, and Adam Sandler's got to finish his character arc of winning the big basketball game, making sure he stays out of jail and loves the hot... Oh, Maybe- oh, I'm sorry, the Christmas credits start? <laughs> <laughs> no, it really... Like, everyone's clapping for Whitey, and then Eleanor's like, hey, are you two hold heads, now you're married, and walks away, <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay... Yeah, he just he, she puts the two of them together, and it's like, all right, well, that's not earned in any capacity, but fine. I'm gonna pick up the Skip's job here. Here you go. <laughs> and then the credits roll, and the movie's over with. The main character doesn't do anything. No. He doesn't complete his journey, so he's not technically a main character. Hasn't learned a fucking thing, <laughs> but to be nice to that little goblin. Yeah. <laughs> White Nugget is the main character of this movie. A little kid comes out at the end and goes, I came, and then it ends. <laughs> that actually, it ends with Whitey having a seizure, oh, and he no. says this hilarious line. Don't worry, folks. Whitey's okay. This is the happiest seizure of my life. See, I told you. <sighs> that's, the, that's your movie. That's, that's what you pay. Like, you should just be like, don't you feel bad that you paid full price for a movie that's barely 61 minutes long? Hey, parents, don't be mad at me. Be mad at yourself. <laughs> your minimum payment on your credit card just went up by 50 bucks. Good night. <laughs> your shitty kids wanted sour bash kids too, I bet. <laughs> and uh, then, then it, the credits roll over the Hanukkah song part three. <sighs> I didn't know there was a two. <laughs> no, they, <laughs> what are you even doing? 
It's just because it, there's so many other it, there's so many hilarious Jewish rhymes we can make. Yep. And I mean, the Hanukkah song is what this movie should be. It's like, are, do you feel down because you're a Jewish kid at Christmas and nothing, you know, nobody understands your holiday? Well, here's something for us all to enjoy. Right. That's not what this movie is at all. No, not in any capacity. Philip Roth's Eight Crazy Nights? <laughs> I want it. Give it to me. I'm ready for it, but yeah. that's not what this is. No, this is Adam Sandler sucks his own dick, the movie. Yeah. That's what this is. Part what are we on now? Like twelve? <laughs> yeah, this this completes the first set the first set of a two set box package of him sucking his own cock in the movie. That'd be a great like big Blu-ray package. It's just like it, it's like the snake eating itself, but it's Adam Sandler sucking his own dick. <laughs> the Fellatio fourteen. And it's like grown ups and God knows what else. Oh god. Five copies of That's My Boy. <laughs> Uh, now, uh, I'm not even going to bother with would you recommend this movie. No but fucking way. I will, I will close us out with this. It's a 68-minute movie. Is this a get really tweaked and, like, you have to see it to believe it kind of a situation? Because it's not like you're totally wasting a night on it. There's going to be pictures on the Facebook page, I assume, of the deers with the shit in their teeth. <laughs> You're and saying that's it? That's all you need? That's re- I mean, you can go on YouTube and find a clip where you can hear what fucking Whitey sounds like. But <laughs> I, I don't know. I kind of just, I think you do need to see it to believe it because it's just, I could, we told you how bad it is. And I, I, I was telling Andrew, I, I've told, Andrew has had this on his schedule for months and I've been telling <laughs> you how bad this movie is. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you were surprised, I imagine. I was very surprised. I was like, yeah, I got it, Steve. It's a bad movie comedy show. We'll figure it out when we get there. <laughs> and good Lord. I, I mean, I agree more with you, Steve. I, I think it's seeing is believing. And it's 68 minutes. And then please, whatever you do, immediately turn around and put something worthwhile on. You can't go to sleep with that fucking poison on or your eyes. Eternal Sunshine Clinic. Oh, that's just about as crazy as I remembered it. Don't you love what we just did for you? <laughs> oh, God, oh, man. God. You know, I'll do take objection with one thing in that episode, if I remember correctly. Please. The, uh-huh. uh, I think you were against island drinks in Chinese restaurants. <laughs> Is that? Oh, yeah, the big drinks. Oh, I'm a fan. <laughs> really? Oh. You're getting a zombie in a Chinese restaurant? Absolutely. A zo- really? A zombie I can handle. It's the scorpion balls that I think are just a oh, little too gaudy. Oh, no, I'm not, not going to dip my toe in that. No, no sir, I'm going to yeah, restrain like yourself. The bold drinks no, is what I have no, a problem no, no. with. I mean, I've had those big bold drinks. There is a tiki bar in Brooklyn that we've gone to a few bar, times. Yeah. Um, that's where you have those. Not at a Chinese restaurant. I don't understand the connection. <laughs> uh, fun. <laughs> sure. Makes sense. You know, when I am sitting in a Chinese restaurant eating sesame chicken, I'm like, you know, I wish this was more fun. I yes. wish I was having more time. Well, to me, it's like having oh, fun. I wish I stood out a little bit more in this restaurant. Oh, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> hey, right. man, everybody's doing it. What, so, wait, what's Everybody. the one that. Do you set one of these on fire? Bring me that one. Yeah, yeah set that one. Man, That's let's, let's danger. Let's make town. a scene. Let's really make a scene <laughs> man, right now. You guys this. eat Chinese food like cowering in the corner. Don't look at me! <laughs> Don't look at me! Well, it's eating Chinese food. Dude, 
Embrace it, man. <laughs> the amount of fried dumplings I can put away, I want to be in the corner. Nobody looking at me. <laughs> oh, boiled and fried, both of them. Oh, man. <laughs> you actually recorded me? <laughs> yeah, that was on-scene audio of Chris at a dumpling house. All right, so clue for the final rerun of the summer. Samuel Jackson. Oh, man, running with Samuel Jackson. That could be any movie. that He's in every movie. That's every, the problem. Every movie we've done on the show has had Samuel <laughs> Jackson in it. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and if he's not on screen, it's like scenes deleted or right. he's best boy I, for a while. I'm actually a little shocked he's not in Space Jam. Oh, no, first? no, he is in there. He's oh, is on, he? Um, oh, okay. You, you'll see he's, he's animated as a background character on Moron Mountain. Oh, great. Yeah, his voice he pops voice... up for half a second. Yeah. Oh. I was going to say he voices a cartoon that doesn't have any lines. Oh, great. What, yeah. he gets, oh, he does he a Welker, huh? He gets yeah. shot in the head by some gangsters. Oh. And you're like, oh, wow, I didn't know he was in this movie. But there he is. <laughs> so until next week with Samuel Jackson, I'm Andrew Jupin. Chris Gavin. Eric Siska. Steven Tater. Enjoy the summer. 